All right, everybody, welcome to the Monday edition, Safe Moon After Dark. We're here on our new platform, Colin. Great to have everybody here. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your tireless work ethic with this project and all the time you guys put in. Great to have you guys tonight. Patron, how are you doing, sir? Wow, I can hear you nice and clear. I'm doing wonderful. It is uh, a pleasure to be here, especially under this new app. Uh, quality of the sound cannot compare to any other platform. So excited to be here tonight. Uh, good evening, everybody. What's going on, damn son? What's up, brother? What's up, Chris? What's up, everybody? Man, I'm pumped up tonight. I'm ready to get this thing going. Let's go ahead and get in the disclaimer, damn, and then we're going to get going. Go ahead, sir. Welcome to Safe Moon After Dark, everyone. Safe Moon After Dark presents informative content, news, and entertainment surrounding Safe Moon projects in the Safe Moon ecosystem, developing technology, and the cryptocurrency community. We want you to come strong to the mic. However, when you come to the mic, we want you to remain respectful to not only the hosts and co-hosts, but to other speakers and guests as well. If you aren't following any of us or if we aren't following you, please make sure that your tweets on Twitter aren't protected before you come up. If you don't have anything in your profile related to crypto, SafeMoon, or the SafeMoon ecosystem, we're probably not going to let you up. When you share, please try to keep everything clear and concise. Try not to take up too much time as you want to get through everyone in the audience, all the content, and hear from everyone. If you have any questions, please contact us via our DMs. And we will attempt to get your questions answered as soon as possible. A reminder that we are being recorded tonight and streamed to a variety of podcasts and or video platforms. Please feel free to visit Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to listen to this show or future shows at a later date. And I'm pretty excited to announce we are on Amazon Music and Audible now. Enjoy the show. This show is not financial advice. Thank you. Let's give a lot of credit to Dam. Okay. He put in a lot of time. We started working on another platform about two months ago. We wanted to give you guys better audio content, but then we also wanted to give you a better platform and we wanted to take this off Twitter. We just felt like it wasn't meeting the expectations of what we have as a program. Okay. So I think the clarity is going to be a lot better here. I think we're going to have a more effective, efficient show. And I know we're going to have some great people on here with some great knowledge being dropped every night. All right. I wanted to start it out tonight. We had a little bit of breaking news not too long ago. It looks like BNB, uh, the, the coin of Binance, is being investigated by the SEC. And I just wanted to start it out and give you a little bit of a thought process here. Okay. We've talked about SafeMoon. We've talked about CEO John Caroni and how much he's focused on regulation and compliance and being lawful with everything that's being done with SafeMoon. And my thoughts before the show were this. Everybody looks at the 10% tax on the buy and sell, right? And holding this in, in the decks, the decentralized exchange, or holding it on your wallet, or holding it on trust wallet, whatever your method of holding the token is, right? There's no KYC process, process on that, but there is a 10% tax and, on the buy and sell. Then you look at the planned centralized exchange that SafeMoon is going to have, right? And with that centralized exchange, they're going to have the SafeMoon card. Now, based on the Mooncast, that's about three and a half weeks out at this point, right? 
the the card being the off ramp for your transactions at two and a half percent, right? Transaction fee. Well, what's involved with the card and the centralized exchange? You have a KYC process. One of the allegations made by the SEC is lack of KYC process with BNB. And then the other uh, allegation they're looking at is that people have used it uh, for money laundering purposes, some kind of illegal transactions. Look at the big picture with SafeMoon, okay? If you're holding it in a decentralized aspect, right, with that 10% tax of a buy or sell, you don't have the ability to move it like you would with a BNB. And if you are moving it through an off-ramp with the card, right, there's the 2.5% transaction fee, but you also have a KYC process. For those that aren't familiar, KYC means know your customer, right? So that means you know the identity, you know the social security number of the person involved so that you can't have any illegal or illicit activities. Those involved in banking and finance know the reporting requirements with the government and some of the things that I'm alluding to right now. So I just wanted to bring that up to start out the night, okay? Second point I wanted to make, I think we'll have news in June, and I believe we'll have news in July. Now, what does that mean we get the exchange in June? I'm hopeful that that could come at some point in June. I do think we're going to be looking at cross-chains in June at some point. How that times with the exchange, we're going to see, but that's the precursor, okay? If you look at the SafeMoon official account, they kind of had a picture. It looked like a like a sunlight kind of coming up. You'll have to look at it for reference. Uh, but that, to me, meant that something is on the horizon, okay? And they've been dead quiet lately. And when the team's dead quiet, they got their heads down, they're working hard, and they're about to release stuff, right? That's based on past experience. So this is my take overall right now. I think we'll have news in June. I think we'll have news in July. I think we got great things ahead in 2022. I think they've positioned themselves the right way. I think that Binance has had a lot of success with BNB, but I also think that they moved pretty fast on some things and did things a little bit differently than safer. I'm not knocking BNB. Uh, they did what they did, right? They've been tremendously successful, but you can always take 10 steps forward and take a couple steps back too. I don't believe John Caroni ever wanted that to take place. And I think he's been slow and methodical in the way they've done things for a reason. All right. Uh, damn, your thoughts. We're absolutely um, positioned to take advantage of this situation. You know, the SEC has made no allusions to the fact that they are wanting to get into the mix of regulating crypto. Um, so this is just another a step. Um, as far as the way I see it, um, I was hoping the uh, XRP case would be closed before now. I think that will clear up a lot of things, especially if they get a broad decision that covers all of crypto, which they are pushing for. So, yeah, I mean, John has done his due diligence as well as the team. They've spent a lot of time focusing on compliance. And, you know, all the work you put in on the front side of something makes things a lot easier on the back side. If you do the right thing up front, everything else falls into place. So I, I look at, the, at this as a positive. You know, we knew this was going to happen. Um, at least I did. You know, we've had a BSC 
chain with, you know, 98% failure, a lot of uh, rug pulls, a lot of pump and dumps. So I think that probably had something to do with this, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's my, my stance on it. Um, everyone, if you, uh, wanted to go over this real fast while I'm up, um, if you, if you look at the bottom right of your screen, you will see the thumbs up button. If you hold down on that, there's probably 10 to 15 emojis you can use. Um, if you want to come up and speak, we want to hear from everyone. There is a, I believe it's a blue call in button that will bring you up into the queue. So we will take callers in the order they come up. That's one great thing about this platform. Chris no longer has to, uh, <laughs> he no longer has to remember what order everyone's in. So we do invite everyone to come up, especially if you're new, especially if you're a call-in user that has never seen our show before. Um, we do want to remind everyone to be respectful. Um, we will be screenshotting any troublemakers. Um, I hate to even cover that, but, you know, we want to keep this a professional space and provide informative content. So once you are blocked, that is permanent. You know, you can make one call-in account, and that is it. So keep that in mind. Thank you. Yeah, so in other words, if you get launched on this program, this is like a permanent launch. So <laughs> let's keep things civil here tonight. Uh, damn, go ahead, bring up our next speaker. Looks like we got Les. What's up, Les? You'll have to hit the mic button, brother. All right, looks like Les isn't ready for prime time yet, but we'll get him up here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's the bottom right by your thumb, that microphone icon. It's red, you hit it, and it goes white. <laughs> All right, so let's, Dan, let's go back to this, though, real quick, right? Uh, I mean, look, BNB being looked into, SEC not real happy with Binance, you know, some things to allege. I mean, look, bottom line is SafeMoon, you know, we get the centralized exchange out, but I think this puts even more of an emphasis on getting our blockchain out. Wouldn't you agree with that, Dan? Oh, definitely. I think uh, Les is up, so I'll just uh, step back and let him go. Go ahead, Les. Um I finally figured out the microphone, man. It was a little different than uh, Twitter, but congratulations, you guys. This is a, a really uh, good format, and uh, the show, you know, you guys keep making improvements and forging forward. I uh, love love it, love it. I'll try not to get launched so that I got don't get the permanent launch, you know, so I can come up and speak once in a while. You're not um, getting launched, Les. You're good. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I don't uh, try to ruffle feathers around here, but uh, yeah, man. I just uh, wanted to say I'm just excited for the uh, for the safe moon and the, the progress. I'm not sure what happened with the the Binance coin. I did hear a little bit about that as well. It seems like the uh, FEC is uh, really cracking down on crypto for some reason. All of a sudden, I'm not sure why they're uh, why they're so concerned about crypto all of a sudden, but. I guess we'll just have to see, but I'm very, very happy that SafeMoon is going methodically, like you said, Chris, and that they're trying to do everything in compliance and, and uh, do it in a way to where they're not going to get us into any sort of legal trouble or hot water. So that's pretty much it. Just wanted to pop in and uh, just congratulations on this new format. Let you guys all know that. 
Les is our first speaker on Collins, so that's an automatic stack them. So stack them, Les. Yeah, I think it's been a long time coming with the SEC, man. I think that the SEC has been looking into these things for the last year or two. I, I, I know a guy uh, who at one point worked with Gary Gensler, who's the head of the SEC. And uh, I just believe that Gary's the type that's going to take a long time to look into things and understand things. If people think he doesn't know cryptocurrency, they're very mistaken. The guy was at MIT. Uh, he actually was involved in a course with blockchain technology. Gensler knows cryptocurrency. He's known about it for a long time. He's no stranger to this. Uh, what gets you in trouble with the SEC? Well, you start launching projects off that network, off that smart chain network, and you have a 95% or greater failure rate, and you have people losing money. Well, people are going to start reaching out to congressmen. They're going to start reaching out to the legislators in other countries that's going to get back to you know a government organization like the security and exchange commission so that's what's going on here this has been a long time coming in my opinion damn i know you got thoughts on that i mean it's it's definitely something the uh sec has been looking at for a long time you know we all knew this was coming um i expect more of it I don't think it is a negative, you know, there's, there's a negative side to it, but with most things, there's also a positive side. So for projects like SafeMoon that have done everything above board, um, that have focused on compliance, you know, we've all, um, guessed that our speculation is that the exchange is finished. Um, we believe the uh, cross chain is finished. We believe they are working on compliancy, you know, and um, I think just this investigation, what it finds, even that is going to be a learning process. That's going to be an opportunity to figure out what the SEC looks at, what their demands are, I guess you could say, and to adjust. You know, before we have our exchange out, we can see what the things they found that they did not like about the situation. So, I mean, it's definitely a positive, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, it came quickly, but I think it's been, you know, something that's been building for quite a while. Patron, your thoughts on that? Um, If you remember last year, uh, most of the AMA John was very specific on saying that, you know, creating an exchange, it's only like a 10, 15% and the rest is all regulations. So I think that, uh, um, they've been doing a, a good job of taking their time to be able to, you know, be in compliance whenever they're, you know, um, applying for, you know, the exchange, making sure that the, the, they have their, their ducks in a row to avoid this like in the future, like what uh, Binance is facing now. And uh, we have to be excited about that because you, you don't want something to be launched and the, the next thing you know is then you have troubles. So you want it to be nice and clean. So I think that uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that we're taking our time to be able to create a great product for everybody because I think everybody deserved a great product, especially the safety army. Yeah, and we want the good guys to succeed, right? We want the guys that do it right and lawfully 
to succeed. And then we want a message to be sent to other projects that aren't doing it right, that they won't succeed, right? And that's how you're going to get people having their investments protected, knowing that they're investing with the right company, right? And not having their money taken out and, and rug pulled or having failures of projects because there's not proper compliance. Now people have to think twice before they launch something that's not, you know, legit. So I, I think it's it's going to be a step in the right direction. I don't think it's going to be the first step we see. I think this has been a long time coming. Let's go to uh, Ape. I believe it's Safe Moon Ape. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Ape, you're up. Go ahead. Oh, can you guys hear yep, me? Go ahead. All right, right. Sorry, I've uh, never used this before, but uh, uh, damn, Chris uh, Patron, good to see you guys running the show still uh, off of Twitter. Uh, I know Twitter causes a bunch of problems, uh, and thanks, guys, for having me up. Uh, two things um, regarding the B and B investigation, I, I personally think that uh, the main focus of that is going to be them allowing. Uh, the platform for people to do these rug pulls and stuff. Cause we all know that there's so many rug pulls on the BNB chain. Um, so I think that's going to be the main focus. Do you guys agree with that? And um, also, do you think this is going to have a negative effect on safe? I think it's going to have some type of negative effect, but I don't necessarily know how bad it's going to be. What are your guys' opinion on that? I don't think it's going to have a negative effect because I think when you look at safe from the very beginning, you know, they've done things the right way. Uh, I think it will have an effect on projects that are on the Binance Smart Chain Network that have, you know, they're going to look into those more, right? They're going to look to see if they have a CERTIC audit. They're going to look to see those contracts. Those are the kind of guys that are sweating right now, right? The projects that failed or the projects that aren't legitimate, you know, that's the kind of stuff that's going to be under the microscope of the SEC. I look at SafeMoon. And I look at getting an EU money license. I look at all the work they did behind the scenes, the legal team that they have. And if I'm John Caroni, I'm sleeping really well at night. Yeah, they knew this was going to come. And they knew that they had to be, you know, out in front of this. So, uh, SafeMoon's been prepared the whole way. I think it's actually going to help SafeMoon get bigger. And, uh, it's going to lead more people to being in SafeMoon. Damn, how do you feel about that? Oh, I agree. I agree completely. Um, I think they're, I mean, this is what the public has wanted to see. You know, um, we're all completely comfortable, most of us, with crypto. Um, we've been in it for a while. I know I have. I know you have, Chris, Patron, many of the people in the audience have. But the general public, you know, their paradigm right now is not the same as ours. You know, if you go out and you talk to someone, you know, very few people, you know, out of a hundred people, those that are involved in, into cryptocurrency investing, that's a very low number. Um, and being that you've had the big sell off, the big dump, you had the Luna situation. I mean, millions and millions of dollars go to absolutely nothing. You've had um, fraud, rug pulls. Um, it's for the general public. They look at it as something that's used in illicit drug trading, um, crime. And, you know, I don't mean to be negative, but th this is the paradigm of the general public. So 
This, in my opinion, is a step towards bringing crypto to the masses. You know, people like my parents, you know, my dad's 82 years old. My mom's 72. Um, I've told them every time Bitcoin has been at the bottom that they needed to buy. You know, they have serious money, serious money in their investment accounts, but they have never considered it seriously. And I have no doubt that their financial planner, what his view is on it, you know, because it is a risky investment. Um, it's a high risk space, but that doesn't mean that they can't take 5%, you know, and put it out there on Bitcoin, Ethereum in a down market. I mean, it's undefeated. I've said that many times. Cryptocurrency is undefeated, um, on the long run. The staple projects, Ethereum, Bitcoin, um, things like we hope SafeMoon will become. And we've shown that we are becoming that. You know, we have a down market. We've held strong. You know, no one's been selling off SafeMoon. You know, we were spiking up when the market was tanking. You know, John made a strategic move, moving the LP when he did. So we see these things. We see this um, positivity. We see their planning. We see their focus on compliance. But SafeMoon is a small token still in a large community of crypto. Um, Bitcoin is 70% of crypto. So we really need regulation to bring the people that have the serious money, most of which are over 50 years old. That's the reality. It kind of sucks, you know, when we finally get to the the age where we're not wanting to do all the wild, fun things anymore. That's when we all get the money, you know. Um, but that's the reality. And 5%, someone, my parents, for instance, putting 5% of their investment portfolio into crypto, that doesn't sound like much. But when you consider that maybe that person is worth two, three million dollars, which isn't that far fetched for someone that's worked their entire life and retired. Five percent of their investment portfolio is a hell of a lot of fucking money, you know? And then you take that five percent and you extrapolate that across the United States, just the United States population. Let's not take into consideration the global aspect, but you extrapolate that across the American population. 5% of people that have a net worth at retirement age, you know, 50 to 70 years old, of let's just say an average of 700 grand. You know, you're talking about serious money, just 5%. I mean, when you think about what that would do to the overall market cap of the entire crypto space it, it's mind-boggling just five percent yeah and, and real quick i mean look i'm i'm all for regulation i don't want over regulation though too and that's another point i wanted to bring up so because the government can take it too far and often they screw this up but you can see what's coming right now and i think we'll have more of it let's go to rj rj what's up man good to see you Hey, great to see you guys. This is this platform is super sexy, man. And I, I think I think I'll just give you my two cents real quick. 
Twitter has a limitation of being in an echo chamber by being followed by all the people that we follow and SafeMoon being all that it is. You know, getting into a new platform like this is going to open the doors for you guys to reach out to the rest of the world, man. And I'm I'm really excited for you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for being ambassadors of SafeMoon. And uh, thank you for making us all into an ambassador. So let, let me kind of give my two thoughts on this whole BNB thing. And I don't want to get into a rabbit hole here at all. But what I what I actually like it, I think that, that digging into BNB and digging into the BSC chain um, is, and again, just investigating something doesn't mean that anything really went wrong. I didn't want, you know, it's just an investigation. It's kind of really designed to, to give probably the lawmakers and people in the regulatory compliance side of things the ability to take a look at it and see what exactly is going on. Now, they make allegations of $2.35 billion, you know, during 2017 to 2019 or 2017 to 2020, something like that being used uh, for money laundering or drug trade, that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, are they really going to be able to show that or prove it? I, I don't know how. But at the end of it, you know, regulatory compliance isn't something that we need to be afraid of. And I think that's exactly what you were talking about, Dan and Chris and Patron. It's a, it's a good thing because when we look at the number of people that are involved in crypto, it's very, very little. And the reason why they aren't is because it really doesn't have any adoption rules. It doesn't. It's just the Wild West. You, you have this concept that, you know, blockchain itself or crypto itself, rather, is, is something that's scary. It's a place you go and you put your money on black and you spin the wheel um, and hopefully it lands on your color. Uh, it, it's just one of those things that's terrifying. It's like playing roulette. Well, you know, I think I think the difference, though, is that SafeMoon becomes synonymous with the concept of a blockchain company, and that's the way that they put it out from the beginning. I think that's really kind of what, what I want to share with the listeners and your, get your view on this, too, is that, you know, as a company that's designed for blockchain, most people look at crypto and they think, well, it's just a currency, it's a token, it's a way to spend money and buy a pizza. And I think that when we really want to dig down to it, all of this preparation that Caroni said in, in, in getting regulatory compliance in place before moving forward, in creating their swap and having to dox people and look at their certicotics and all that stuff is so important for these major, you know, players that are wanting to move into the, you know, move into the in, into the space for for blockchain technology. That's wonderful. And even like, you know, Ryan moving in through, uh, you know, through his project and Reflex, you know, getting to the lower, the smaller cap. It's like the smaller cap companies moving into the, into the space. Then we've got mid cap companies moving into the space wanting to be big cap. But the reality is we've got this blockchain that the blockchain company itself is where is where I think the, the focus needs to be. And and so so looking into it and digging into kind of where the money is and BSC and BNB and we're pegged to it. I think it's going to have a modest impact, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to be an actual motivator for for the company SafeMoon to move into its own blockchain very quickly. So I'd like to get your thoughts on that and see see if uh, see if that sparks any any discussion. But I think I think it's a good thing, and I think that the company is moving in the right direction. And I hope your listeners all kind of get that get that feel for it. Yeah, stack them, RJ, man. Great analysis as usual. Yeah, I mean, I I think that it's going to allow the guys that are doing it the right way and doing, you know, taking all the right measures to compete where they weren't able to compete before. You know, I think it's going to level the playing field, and it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Damn, you agree? Absolutely. I mean, I can't wait till we step off the uh, Binance chain. You know, I'm I'm definitely pumped about that. 
you know, there's two things that I have always said would be the deal breakers for SafeMoon. One is the exchange and the other is the blockchain. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to our next speaker here. Uh, let's go to Wojak, my man, Wojak. How are you? Good evening, Chris. How are you, sir? It's great to see you, man. I always get excited when you come on. How are you feeling about the new platform? Uh, fantastic, my friend. I just added it today, and I'm seeing 290 people in here. That is amazing. I think that's a testament to the quality of the space you, Dam, and Patron have created. Very excited to come up and give my little um, two cents on what I think about this whole issue with finance that's going on. Um, I absolutely love it. And the reason I love it, it actually draws a little bit of a parallel to, um, I'm sure some some of us in here all, are old enough to definitely recall eBay. eBay, 1993, the first ever major e-commerce website. You know, eBay was killing it. They were basically destroying it. Billions of dollars in sales were going through eBay. And then what happened was, is the government started taking notice. And what happened was they came after the sellers because the sellers were not charging, um, well, in Canada, provincial sales tax. And I know in the States, a lot of state taxes, they were just selling stuff willy nilly. And we're talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not billions of dollars in annual state tax and provincial taxes that were not being remitted by sellers. Why? Because eBay, this absolute massive monster, did not do their due diligence. And they did not tell their sellers that, hey, guys, you better start collecting this tax. And only, only, only once shit hit the fan, people started getting this uh, very interesting message. And if you were an eBay seller, you may have, seen, may have seen it, which was very simple. If you were in Canada, they said, hey, guys, in the past seven years, if you have not collected X amount of percentage based on your location sales tax, Please note that we will be sending your information as per the Canada Revenue Agency, uh, your sales to them. So if you haven't been collecting it, uh, just so you know, they're going to come after you. And let me tell you what, that did not fly well. Thankfully, I had been collecting it on the, uh, on the uh, fantastic advice of my great accountant at the time. But there was a lot of people, a lot of sellers who got a bitter, bitter, bitter taste of eBay in their mouth. But you know who didn't do that? A great company we now know called Amazon. They, very quickly after they started getting mass adopted, they forced you. They forced you to sign up for uh, your sales tax. In fact, if you didn't have your sales tax set up, you couldn't sell. And you know what happened? Because they follow these regulations, they are now the king. Where is eBay? Who the hell buys anything on eBay anymore? No one. It's all Amazon. And, you know, Amazon used to be nothing, not a drop in the bucket compared to eBay. Nothing. So companies that do the proper, proper due diligence, they follow the rules, the tax laws and all this kind of stuff. They are the ones who are most likely to succeed. So Binance may catch up. They may get into compliance. But if if SafeMoon comes out in full compliance, I think they're going to have a massive competitive edge. And that's what really gets me excited because I recall how a monster like eBay was taken down um, by a, a company called like Amazon that Mr. Bezos built out of his garage. And, and that's just a beautiful thing to see. And, and crypto 
is in that original realm where online retail was. You can't get rid of it. You couldn't get rid of on, online retail. You can't get rid of crypto. But the guys who do it right are the ones who are going to be standing in a few years. At least that's my opinion. Again, very excited to be on, on the app and, and fantastic stuff, guys. Look forward to continuing here. Thank you so much. Hey, man. Double stack them for Wojak. That's a stack them, stack them. Came strong to the mic. Great points. Okay. That's exactly right. Right. The, the, the companies are going to do it right. And they're going to they're going to not have to take those steps back. Hey, companies can die over stuff like this. And I'm not saying that's going to happen with Binance, but you don't want to be dealing with the SEC. Right. And, and what's interesting about this is they've gotten to the point where they're almost in all 50 states. I think they're in 46 right now, if I'm not mistaken. Any of you guys can correct me on that. But Binance has done a lot to get into every state in the U.S. right now. And they're also working internationally. So uh, it's just not a thing you want to deal with as a company. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Chai Town. Go ahead, Chai Town. Chai Town, you're up. Go ahead, Chai Town. Hello. Hey, man, you're up. Go ahead. Okay, just making sure I was uh, up. So I was my first time using this. Uh, so I got a quick question. Hey, we got a lot of background noise. Can you quiet that down? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, let's go to let's go to Paul. Let's get that. Let's get that fixed, and then we'll we'll come back to him. There was just a lot of background there. Hey, Paul, you're up, man. Go ahead. My man, Paul. Go ahead. You're up. All right. Uh, we got Paul up there whenever he's ready. Let's go to J5. Uh, Paul, you ready? Oh, can you hear me all right? Yeah. All right, ahead, man. man. Well, hey, man. Congratulations to uh, to you, Chris, and uh, Damson, and Patron, uh, as far as starting this new platform. I think it's wonderful. Um, but first of all, congratulations, my man. Congratulations. Um, no, man, I just wanted just to say something about this a little bit. I mean, when we, when we talk about regulation, um, you know, my biggest thing as far as what I have seen in my own business life is just how much it takes when it comes to regulation, when it comes to the legal applications, when it comes to applying for each state or each province or each country, it takes time and it takes a really, really good legal team that could be in each state or outside council when it comes over in Europe or in the EU or in China, wherever it is, it, it just takes up a, a lot of time and effort to get this done right. And, and I think that this is a really good thing that as far as the, our exchange goes is that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we want to do things the right way. And, you know, not a lot of these projects that are out there. Um, have the capability or have the financial resources to do what we're trying to do with this exchange. So I, I think that is a real big thing for us. And the other biggest thing is that, you know, reading through a little bit of this BNB stuff or this Binance stuff is that we are a U.S. based company. And I know that we're a global crypto, um, company at this point, but we're U.S. based. 
And there's not a lot of crypto projects that are U.S. based the way that we are with SafeMoon. So I think that this gives, you know, a lot more security out there for a lot of people knowing that this is a U.S. based kind of company. And then in turn, we have to meet very stringent guidelines. So, you know, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm pumped up as far as where SafeMoon is, as far as where it's going. And um, I just think that there's a lot of projects and a lot of different type of crypto companies, even exchanges that maybe take shortcuts. Um, and I'm glad, you know, that SafeMoon and John particularly has always said that security has always been the number one priority when it comes to SafeMoon. And I think that he is doing that exact same thing with this exchange and with all the other products that are being released. So take your time, John. Let's get this shit out right. And uh, here we go. So thanks for having me up, Chris. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the timing of exchange? You think in June, July, what do you think? Man, dude, it's so tough, right? I mean, um, they've given indications, right? Over the past three weeks um, and really heavy, you know, the past two weeks as far as um, the exchange goes. Um, I mean, I think that I agree with you guys. I think that a lot of the exchange is done already. Um, you know, I do anticipate, I would think that they would, maybe they've already, I swear I thought I saw this is that they were going to give some, um, like a pilot or some testing done with, um, some people within the safe moon community and some of the mods that are out there to kind of test this thing out here a little bit. Um, so if they're testing that out, the other big sign was that they're hiring customer service people, right? Um, and that was something that was out, I think, two weeks ago as far as accepting applications for customer service in particular for the exchange. And, and I think I saw a really good timeline on that as far as when people get hired for customer service and especially when you're dealing with finance that I don't think it's like a quick 24 hour turnaround as far as someone that comes on board and then within 24 hours they're able to, um, kind of talk through some of the issues when it comes to exchange troubleshooting. Um, so I think that at that point, maybe about six weeks, um, there was somebody within this community that posted, um, in pretty much saying the same thing I am is about six weeks as far as getting people on board, get them trained up, have them go through a couple phone calls, kind of anticipate some of the top level um, problems that will probably come. Um, and then at that point, then as far as building out that blueprint for customer service, as far as how things get elevated, how far do they get elevated? Can someone handle that problem or does it need to be passed off to another person? Um, and I'm sure that there's several people that are listening here that have a lot more customer service experience than I do as far as setting up um, call centers and a lot of the blue book stuff that needs to be put in play. But I'm thinking that it's going to be, you know, middle to late July with possibly um, an, an announcement that the pilot is in run with um, maybe a couple hundred of us being able to test this thing out in June sometime, late June. Because, I mean, obviously, we're like five days, six days already in. But that would be my prediction. I mean, as far as how I've run customer service with uh, the companies that I've worked with before, um, there's a lot that goes into that. But I think, Chris, that it's a clear, clear sign that the exchange is done if they are hiring people already from a customer service side. And that's even a better thing that we're going to have live people and a, and people that embody 
what Safe Moon is all about, dealing with Safe Moon. Um, because right now with the other exchanges out there, I don't know how many of you guys have had issues trying to call people, trying to get answers back, but, um, usually there's a big problem. And, and I learned this a little bit through that whole Bitmart thing, um, you know, towards the end of last year into January, as far as how that customer service was run. So that's my guess, Chris, um, is that I, I agree with you. I think that the exchange, the hard part, as far as, um, like what that face looks like as far as the program. I think that's done right now. And obviously now it's getting people hired as far as how we're going to be able to handle a lot of the top level questions that will come up or issues. And obviously when you start an exchange, you're probably going to want to find people that have had some, um, some background as far as um, some exchange customer service stuff goes. But at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be a learn, you know, a learning process probably within the first three weeks of the launch of the exchange and customer service is trying to figure out, okay, what are the top level questions that are coming through? We anticipate these questions. How are we going to answer these? And most importantly, how are we going to solve them? So um, that's my three cents or two cents on that thing. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, I get get it. The only thing I'm looking at, and I, I don't necessarily disagree is that with the timing of the card, based on the moon yeah, pass, yeah. Yep. they were saying in the next three, three and a half weeks. So I would think the card would come um, after the exchange. So that's the only thing that's not lining up with that. Go ahead. Yeah, man, I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I, that's a whole other thing is the card thing, because I think that from a customer service perspective, that's also going to be a big piece of this as well. Um, so you, it could be right there. I mean, it could be a little bit sooner. Um but man, I don't know, man. I mean, I just think that it's done. I agree with you. It's done. Um, and I'm just, you know, I just love it that it's us based at this point, knowing that we're global. And I don't want to offend anyone that's in different countries that's listening to you guys to this program at all. But, um, you know, having a us based kind of exchange, I think, uh, matters, um, for a lot of people that are out there. Yeah, and that's not saying anything against any countries. I just think that having a U.S.-based exchange, it would be, you know, the first time we've had something with at this level, in my opinion, in the U.S., right? Uh, and there's successful exchanges all over the world, right? But having one Utah, you know, Utah-based, based in the U.S. with the laws and regulations that you have in the U.S., I think will put more confidence in people and holding their money in an exchange based in the U.S. You would agree with that, right? hundred percent, hundred percent, one hundred percent. And also, guys, keep keep in mind this that uh, I, I'm excited about this because last year when Safe Moon were, was nine month old, uh, John Caroni spoke and he said that he was excited about the next nine months and that the year 2022 was going to be a great one. Um, so with, with the card coming out. Um, the exchange and hopefully and hopefully the blockchain sometime late this year, hopefully um, uh, keep in mind something guys we have, and, and we have not talked about this a whole lot, but we have one of the greatest um, event in the world coming up this year, November uh, 21st, I think all the way to December 17th, the world cup soccer world cup will be in Qatar and there will be uh crypto um uh, ads 
and also throughout each of the game by the stadium. I understand that Crypto.com has a contract. Binance, it's actually uh, putting the, the, the shirt and the logo on the shirt of the Argentinian team. And uh, so many um, ads that will be displayed to more than a billion people around the world. And keep this in mind. Every single country in the world will be watching the World Cup. At least one TV minimum in each country of the world will be watching. And so that's, to me, a tremendous uh, step for commercial, for crypto, and to let the whole world that crypto is out there and, and, and is here to stay. And if we have the exchange, we have the card, and hopefully that blockchain, along with this World Cup, Uh, I think it's massive. I think people are going to learn about crypto in general, and this is going to be great for safe moves. Damn right, man. And look, what I love about this too, and the reason we brought this to this platform, you know, if you look at Colin as a platform, they have many different podcasts on here, right? They have Glenn Greenwald, Greenwald that a lot of you guys know. They have politics. They have music. They have all these things. They're very light on cryptocurrency. So we're one of the first to get on here and have a program. And what I think it's going to do, when people see this many people in the room, they're going to want to know what this is about. And it's going to allow us to have some new people come into cryptocurrency in general and then know about SafeMoon, right? So we're going to expand our platform. I think that's really important. So I wanted to bring that up for you guys as well. Let's do this. We're going to go Diamond, and then we're going to go J5, Honey Badger, and then Spencer. Go ahead, Diamond. What's going on, gents? Man, this stuff is sleek and sexy like a new girlfriend, man. I appreciate the the push-up here. Ooh, man, this is nice. But uh, I really wanted to come up here and sprinkle some confidence, man. I had like a point I wanted to uh, bring up, and then I'm going to bring it back around. So I deleted the Safe Moon app about a month and a half ago. I started doing that, man. I'm sleeping so much better, and it's because I go to work every day. And then I go to the ops floor and I see how it's ran. And I've never been to the Safe Moon headquarters, but I guarantee you that it's ran just like the ops floor because time after time again, we've heard that it's compartmentalized. And that's exactly how the military and all these uh, agencies operate. When you walk into a specific section, you can point at anybody from the lowest ranking to the highest. And then there are they are the specialists in that section. They understand what's going on next door. Obviously, you need to have that cohesiveness to impact the mission. But he is a specialist. He or she is a specialist at that moment. So you have lieutenant colonels talking to junior ranking sailors, airmen, and soldiers, correct? So here is where John adapted this program and finessed it even more, right? So what happens is every four or five years, Unfortunately, these uh, soldiers that we've trained, they have to leave to their next duty station. So we have to re-up the cycle again. So what SafeMoon is doing, they're hiring straight-up champions already, PhDs, specialists in their fields. So we don't have to waste time on the training. We just pick up and keep running from there. So that's one. That makes me sleep so much better every day. The second one that he's adapted from his short time in the military is contingency plans. So everything that we're talking about here, John already spoke about it with his team six to nine months ago. 
That's why he started regulations and started applying for things the right way and taking cuts from himself. I'm pretty sure he could have went and bought like 30 Lambo yachts already, right? But he's been taking cuts from everybody that he needs to and producing products on the side, preparing for this moment. This guy, man, this guy is a freaking master chess player. I give it up to everybody in the Safe Moon headquarters. I appreciate it, gents. I wanted to drop that bomb on you guys tonight. Thank you, man. And yeah, uh, just to give you guys a heads up, we've talked about Lynn Sprague's, you know, PhD, all the experience he has in blockchain technology. There may be a couple other PhDs they hired as well. I'll just leave it at that for now. You guys, uh, I think, are going to be more excited in the future. Let's go to J5. And by the way, stack them for diamond nuts. Let's go to J5. Go ahead, J5. What's going on, Chris? What's up, Patron? Damn, son. Good to be here with y'all tonight. Good to see you, man. How's the 757 treating you? Man, the 757 is lit, as always, brother. Fucking, uh, I'm blessed to be here with y'all tonight. I just want to say everything has been clear. There's been no blockchain. It's a blessing to be here with everyone and can hear what everyone has to say. And, um, I don't know, uh, I don't know if anybody knows, but I, I was kind of the guinea pig on this site, you know. So uh, I'm I'm kind of partial to this site because uh, this site is uh, not that Twitter bullshit. But uh, on another hand, I just want to say, man, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bullshit, you know. But uh, my man Paul and Wojak, man, they made such great, valid points, man. Um, I see you already at like 355 people listening. That's a, that's that's a huge thing, man. This platform, Save Moon After Dark, is just going to grow and grow and grow because this platform right here is going to give you the most information. There's going to be no bullshit involved. Uh, nothing but truth being spoke here, and and you don't have to deal with Twitter no more, man. It's like I, I've been freed from the fucking the bondage, man. So, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy tonight, man. And, um, I don't know, man. I look forward to hearing my stick man badger come up to the mic, man. Cause I'm sure he gonna come fucking strong, but, uh, I, I I'm blessed to be here with y'all tonight and I won't take up too much time. Cause I know there's a lot of people want to possibly get up here and speak. So, uh, blessing to be here with y'all at the seven, five, seven and, uh, keep, keep drilling on baby. This is, this is the army. And, uh, Y'all are just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, man. Blessed to be here with y'all. Stack them, man. And look, here's the deal. You know, Audible now, Amazon, right? Spotify and Apple we've had. Apple listens have gone up about 25%. We're going to talk Safe Moon. We're going to talk how important it is. We're going to highlight everybody in the community. We got the best audience in cryptocurrency. And we're just going to expand. And it's all about expanding the Safe Moon ecosystem and the project. And getting the word out there to everybody, right? We've got 51 countries listening right now. We could take this thing to 100 or more countries. No issue at all. But that's the vision of it, right? And we're doing it all for the people. Because the people matter. We believe in this project. These guys are doing things the right way. They're honest and they're hardworking. And they embody what we have in this community. Let's go to my man, Honey Badger. Go ahead, Badger. Chris, how you doing? Damn Patron, good to see you guys. Congratulations on the new space. How you doing? Doing great, man. I love having you here. What's up, man? We're good doing good, brother. Uh, I can tell. It's just really good to be here. Uh, 
I'll tell you not to be a fodder, but this morning I woke up and I got an old Jeep Wrangler. We left the uh, top off in the rain last night. I come out, I got four inches of rain in the Jeep. I go to take my truck, my battery's dead, and now I got to follow J5 and that energy on your show tonight. So, man, that's like third strike and I'm out, but I'll do what I can. Uh, I just wanted to say congratulations, guys. This is an awesome space. Uh, Twitter was a great platform to start on. I think you would agree with that. Um, you know, and I, I just feel like this is really a good move. It looks good on the screen. You guys sound good. Uh, the speakers that we've had come up so far are just awesome. And uh, just going back to a little bit of the early show, uh, you know, to speak towards what crypto needs in the future and the adoption. Uh, and, and I think the answer that, you know, is trust, right? And I see a lot of familiar faces in this room. I see a lot of new blood in this room, and that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, I just would encourage everyone to keep up with that intellectual dialogue, cool, calm, and collected, uh, and, and work to just, you know, to continue just to have those those dialogues. And, you know, if someone was to ask me what I think, you know, when Satan's coming out and my projected timeline, I have no idea. But I'll tell you what, with the volatility in the market that we've seen and, and, and the bear outlook, uh, the longer that it's taking actually gives me more confidence that they're seeing this. They're watching the, you know, the potential negative impacts on when stuff is released and, and the importance of quality of product. Uh, and they're doing it right. So I just, I love to see that. And, and, and I, I truly, I'm in no rush. I love to hear the, uh, you know, the anticipation and, and, and the educated speculation. But uh, for me personally, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm happy to be a part of the community. Again, uh, congratulations to you guys. Great to see the familiar faces. And I'll tell you what, you know, the beauty of the, the, the beauty of this thing, Chris Dam Patron, is that, uh, like I said, I, I think Twitter was a great place to start on. I think Twitter actually, you know, it's still a great space to communicate and stuff like that. But the beautiful thing that you have is, is you seeded your platform uh, or your show on that platform, and then you came over to here. So the good news is, I would tell you, is that everyone is here now. They want to be here. Uh, they came over from Twitter. And uh, and that's not a bad thing. And I'm not saying that it's going to rub your face type of way. You know, I just, it's great to welcome everybody here and let's continue the positive uh, energy to the new people that haven't been in the show before. Uh, you know, let's just keep it going. It's a lot of fun to educate ourselves and I uh, look forward to continuing to be part of it. So thank you guys. Have a great night. Good to see you, my man. That's a stack of, he's always a voice, a reason. We appreciate the Badger. The Badger is always welcome here. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah. Anyone who uh, is up on the panel, they do not have the feature to raise your hand. So, we trust all of you all. If you want to chime in at any point, just go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering that. I was going to ask you what you thought. Uh, you know, I, I just want to pipe in real quick that, you know, every time Safe Moon Army gets on something, they break it. I was entirely expecting. I think that you're probably going to get to the point where you're going to break this platform, too, because all the Safe Moon Army logs in and it so quickly. You know, I just find it always interesting. But, you know, that's kind of what Paul was talking about, right? I mean, Getting the getting the exchange on board and getting it open requires such a huge uh, investment of people to be capable of running it, capable of giving uh, the the uh, right customer service in order to make the exchange work properly. That kind of is a, a, a leading indicator to me, and as Paul as as you all have really indicated recently, is that you know, the more more they're hiring, the more the it makes it very clear that that this exchange is real and it's right around the corner. You know, blockchain has been hinted at with with some of the emojis that are added at the end of the safe moon name. You know, they got blockchain coming, KYC coming. I, I think you're right on the money, Chris. And then we'll get your your thoughts, right? I mean, uh, I'm just chiming in. My my two cents is that if you do the KYC process, that is the on ramp into being capable of of doing the exchange. So, you know, if you have if you have the ability to trade day trade. Um, 
you have to be you have they have to KYC it. And and so the card, the blockchain, uh the cross-chain swaps rather and sorry, the cross-chain swaps, the card and the exchange all seem to have to go hand in hand. So that 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 kind of tells me and they, if they're saying that the card is going to come out before the end of the month, boy, I tell you, it, it sure seems that a lot of it's going to come back to back to back there real quick. Um the last thing I want to say is that you know just as Badger was saying, we were in a bear market, and the bear market's climbing. You see, you know, climbing and then dipping hard, and we see what's going on with with uh, you know BTC and all the cryptos that kind of follow along with BTC and follow along with ETH and all the things that that are happening. And yet, SafeMoon has shown signs of of a lot of growth during that period of time. We had some really real solid growth during that, and then we're in consolidation now. Those of us who do TA on on charts and, and are, are stock traders, you know, we know what that means, and when you're seeing when you're seeing consolidation and strong movement, you know, in a bear market, then there's a reason for that, and it's because people really see the the value that SafeMoon is. So, thanks. Yeah, great points. I mean, like you, when you're you know consistent, and you know, I'm not going to say the price is exactly where we want it to be, but it's been pretty level. It's been consistent and steady in a bear market. There's a lot of projects a lot worse off than us right now. I mean. Look at Cardano, right? Cardano's in that sixty cents range right now. They were three dollars at the end of last year. There's many projects that are have really fallen off, and I think with regulation, some of these are going to be even more unstable. So, uh, you know, the bear market can last a long time. This could go on another eight to twelve months. You know, we don't know when it's going to end, but what we do know is that we got a project that's been steady and consistent. And still hasn't launched the major utility, you know, and I feel good about that. That helps me sleep really good at night. Uh, it's great to have a panel up here. We're able to, we have this capability with Colin that we didn't have with Twitter. So like, you know, Dan was saying, if you guys want to chime in on a topic, you know, feel free. Uh, we'll run the show well this way. Uh, Spencer, go ahead. You've been waiting, sir. Spencer, you're up. Go ahead, Spencer. All right, we'll circle back to Spencer. Uh, Dan, let me ask you this question. Uh, do you think the card or the SafeMoon centralized exchange would be first? I think definitely the exchange. Um, that's my opinion. That's what I, I believe. Um, I think uh, Paul had a great point about SafeMoon doing a beta test on the exchange um, with a handful of people. Um, that's how it's typically done in technology, um, to, to beta test, especially something as complex. I mean, this is a complex thing to do a sex. Um, so I definitely, definitely believe it will be beta tested. And I think that if they drop that they are doing beta testing, you're going to see a massive uptick in the price. Because, you know, there's only one thing that comes after the beta test. You know, they typically um, fix anything during the beta testing. Um, so that will be a great sign. I think you're going to see FOMO at that point before the exchange even drops. Yeah, I mean, they got to go through the proper process. John also mentioned a final inspection of the exchange and then saying that he was going to give a timeline after that final inspection now i think that timeline once he does that final inspection will probably be like a week timeline right like 
Seafood Army, we're going to release this between Monday and Friday or Monday and Saturday, something like that. But very strategic, very smart in the way he's doing it. Uh, Spencer, you're up here. Go ahead, Spencer. Can you hear me, guys? Sorry. Yeah, we're good. Go ahead, man. <laughs> phone's tweaking out. Um, I was just thinking about going back to the customer service aspect. Um, since Safe Moon is such an innovator, what are we going to see different in customer service from Safe Moon? You know, you've in how many different countries and how many different languages? I mean, I think you know the progress of customer service has gone a, a long way. I mean, ten years ago when you got customer service, how many times did you get on the phone with somebody and you couldn't understand what they're saying? <laughs> and now it's talk and text in whatever languages you want, but do you see them taking that up another step and what could that step be? Yeah, so I think you're going to see a live chat uh, enabled feature, right? And then I think from a strategic standpoint, I think SafeMoon's going to hire people in different countries, right? For different time zones. So if you're in the Middle East, you're going to have customer service representatives that are going to handle that time zone. If you're in the U.S., you know, you're going to have U.S., you know, t customer service representatives. Uh, if you're in Asia, right, like they're going to have it specific to time zones. And then they'll have people that can speak various languages because they truly want to be international. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, Chris, I was just going to add on, on that. You know, I come from a world of customer service where you have a centralized call center, right? Um, and we had call centers that were based in Europe. And we had call centers that were based in the Philippines. And we also had call centers that were based in like Miami, Florida. And I can tell you having a customer call center in which we were sharing basically, uh, we, we were sharing issues between Europe and the U.S. And you had to have that 24-7 coverage. So then you would have to basically be able to transfer you know, at a certain time, you know, all your phone calls to the European call center in order to, um, you know, as far as the hours go of the day, right? So when it's like nighttime here, it's daytime in Europe and vice versa. So the way I would think that they're putting this together is kind of the way that they put all these mods together that work for SafeMoon, right? That they're home-based, it's a home-based position in which they have, you know, whether they're using Discord or they're using Slack or they're using some CRM system, whether it's, you know, I'm sure most of you guys are familiar with Salesforce or some sort of CRM tool that's been used before, but, you know, they're going to have to, and this is where it gets complicated, right? <laughs> is where you have different time zones, you have different languages, um, you, you know, and some of those languages have to be transcribed into, you know, different ways of how to say things because the way we say things in Texas may be a, a different way of saying things in, in the UK or vice versa. So I think that, you know, it's complex. And I think that at the same time, I think what they're going to do initially is, you know, a work from home type situation remotely. Um, and I think that that's going to be the fastest thing versus, you know, what maybe a lot of us are used to as a customer call center in which you have, you know, hundreds of agents that are working, you know, seven hour, eight hour shifts. So I think in order to manage the different time zones and in order to manage the different languages, that I do think that this, you know, these positions that are being offered globally are going to be positions that are going to be home based. And I think that's what makes the most sense. 
But I think that, you know, when it comes to putting together, you know, a blueprint or a guidebook as far as your, or, um, you know, I, I forgot the term, Chris, but there's, I, I feel dumb right now. It's late here, but, um, basically, you know, putting together a CRM library of top questions and making sure that those are transcribed, you know, into different languages that each agent can pick up on. And I think that that's going to be a huge thing. But I, I agree with you too, Chris, that there'll probably be a chat that will be available. And then whatever agent is on call or whatever, you know, during the time zone or what language they're going to be able to pick that up. But at the end of the day, it's huge, right? I mean, it, it's just not, you know, a, a call center in which you call in and say, hey, my wallet isn't working or I don't have access to my safe moon wallet. How can I get, how can I get in there? Or my coins or my tokens aren't showing up. Or I have Ethereum tokens and they're not showing up on my safe moon wallet. You can hear from the spaces alone what some of the top questions would be. And it gets complex very quick, right? And then you have to figure out the elevation of each phone call or each request. But I think that that's something that's been in the plans for, for a long time. And again, I think that it's a great indication that they're looking for customer service agents or whatever the term ends up being. Um, you know, for these people that sign up for Safe Moon to represent us and to represent the customers that all of us are, um, it's going to be complex, but I think that it's going to get done. And I think that this is going to be one of those big separations between us and other exchanges that are out there. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's a big challenge. But again, I always go back to what Safe Moon and what John has said, and even what Ryan has said, you know, when he was with us was that security and education is going to be the number one thing for us with SafeMoon. And and again, in this beer market that we're in right now, I think that this gives us the time to make sure that we put this shit together the right way because we're going to get attacked. Make no mistake about it, you guys. As soon as this exchange comes out, and Chris, you know this, they are going, every single fudder out there is going to try to attack us on this exchange. They're going to say, hey, this word is spelled wrong. Or, you know, I had someone from the UK that has no idea how to speak English, trying to speak US English versus UK English, or someone from Canada, like, especially in Montreal, where French is very, very important, you know, and then you have someone in the United States that pretends that they know French, but it's not Montreal French. So I think that we're going to get attacked. But at the same time, um, I, I am so bullish on this, that I just think that this exchange and this customer service thing is going to completely separate us between all the other exchanges that are out there. I agree, my friend. And let me say this for all the people that like to FUD, you're going to find FUDders everywhere in life, you know, not just with SafeMoon, but anything, anything you're trying to build in business, anything you're trying to achieve, there's going to be people that are going to FUD, right? They're going to try to spread fear, uncertainty, and doubt. There's the way I look at this is this way. There's two types of people. There's the people that are the builders and there's the people that are the watchers. And among those watchers, some watchers are supporters. And then you have some watchers that are critics and you're just never going to, you're always going to have that. Right. But what I go back to with the critics, which I think all of you should is what are you building? Are you building something positive? Are you building something meaningful or are you just criticizing? Because the people that can't build are the quickest to criticize. And yes, when the exchange comes out, we're going to have people criticizing. But SafeMoon is building something on an international perspective. And then we're building the community together, right? 
to to emphasize all the strengths that we have. There's always going to be people that are going to say something, and that's fine. Safeboon's willing to stick their neck out there and take the step to build an international system, you know, this ecosystem that they're building that's going to better the world and better a lot of people. So you're going to have the critics, but we'll get past that. We'll work through it. Hell, we'll cover it on the show. We're not going to let people just, you know, blindly attack us. So we'll work all that out. Let's go to uh, Illinois. Go ahead, Illinois. Yo, what's up, boys? How are, we How doing? are you, man? How's Chicago treating you? Good, good, good. Hey, uh, I just want to say uh, this is a great show. I'm glad we're on this platform. And uh, it's amazing how so many people just, you know, download the app and got in here. 391 live. That's that's just a freaking amazing for the first day. <laughs> so I just want to say that, um, yeah, everything that Paul has said, like, is just mind-blowing. It's just so much to take in. Uh, I, I agree with him about uh, customer service. That's the number one thing when it comes to business. Uh, you know, everybody you know, um, that is struggling with uh, crypto today. They have no one to go to, BNB. They have no customer service. They're not meeting any U.S., you know, regulatory compliance. And I feel that millions of people on that platform want to get off that platform because of the issues that Binance has. And SafeMoon is just, um, I mean, like John, he's always talking about regulatory compliance. You know, every time we talk about, you know, laws or, you know, crypto in general, and he's been very consistent about it and just the direction that he's going. He knows what he's doing and he has the right team, you know, with the Sprags brothers um, and uh, Jack Hammock, you know, with those three new hires, you know, a couple of months back when um, they announced it. So, yeah, I mean, the direction that we're going, you know, it, we're just going to have to let the team do their thing. And, you know, John's been proving that. And, you know, I'm just very excited. Hey, Illinois, I saw a tweet you had today. You were predicting uh, what the company was going to be worth by the end of 2023. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, with the volume, uh, I pretty much touch bases like on volume with Luna um, back in uh, May May 17th, I believe. And uh, they were doing like around $3 billion in volume and burning around $16 billion coins within like 48 hours that that's just insane so if you multiply 16 to 30 days and if you had like 3 billion in volume that's like 480 billion coins you would burn with a consistent 3 billion volume <laughs> and i feel that with safe moon with our exchange and our blockchain and all the utilities that uh pretty much uh contributes to the burn we we could do something like astronomically insane for the next 19 months because uh from from this year, we only have seven months left till the end of the year. And then, you know, 12 months of next year. I feel that this company could be valued around 10 to $20 billion. And you're talking market cap, right? That's your prediction. Yeah, market cap. Yeah. And what do you think the supply would be at that point? I think it would be like possibly, possibly less than $100 billion. And you think in terms of when they would stop the burning mechanism? I mean, I've predicted in the past twenty five billion. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, I would that? I would say that would be realistic for uh for the bird to stop there. And the reason I bring that number up is because if you remember in the beginning of Safe Moon, that was the prediction was once yeah, you got yeah. to that twenty five billion number, right? Going past going any lower than that, 
wouldn't have much effect, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I would think as well. Even Thomas Smith himself, he, he threw out a number saying that it would be like around a hundred million, uh, at the time when it, we were in the trillions of, uh, supply, but kind of feedbacking off of his uh, prediction, I, I believe with all the utilities and that just contributes to the burn. I mean, there's no other crypto that I can think of that have released their exchange in their blockchain within a year. And, you know, have all these, uh, contributing factors to the burn. There's just not one single, ex- um, uh, project out there. Even BNB started with a BEP 95. And, you know, they didn't even have that at the time when the exchange and their blockchain came out. And it took them, what, like two to three years for their blockchain to come out. So yeah, three, uh, we're in a good spot. Years. Yeah. It was like, I think it was yeah. two and a half to three years, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And you, you could see from last year's chart, uh, on the, uh, I think it was like around September. I did a Reddit post about it. Um, it took them 19 days for them to hit from 53 bucks to 360 something dollars. And their volume was like, like 69 billion or something. It, it was just insane from 1 billion to 69 billion within like four days. And it's weird with Binance because there wasn't a lot of movement with Binance for about three years and then it just exploded, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, th- I know we all wish we had a ton of BNB. I know that SEC's investigating them, but I mean, when you could have got that in the sense range, that's the comparison that you draw between SafeMoon now and what SafeMoon will be, right, Illinois? Uh, yeah, exactly. What was that? You might cut out. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, man. Uh, let's go to Patron. Patron, you there? Oh, yes, I'm here and I'm and, and I'm listening to this and, and I'm just like shaking my head with you guys because you're talking about, you know, when the burn will stop. You know, I, I think when we get to less than 100 billion, I don't think that's going to matter because the price of SafeMoon is going to be so high. The reflections that you're going to get may be less, but they're going to be worth so much. That I wouldn't care whether that burn will stop, will keep on going. It's just, it's, it's not going to matter. We are going to live off from those reflections. And I think those days when they come, um, you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe I, I held my coins throughout all these years and look what they're worth now. I mean, if, 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 if you look at your coin now, depending on your amount, you, you could be getting anywhere from like, you know, uh, 10,000. Uh, up to like, you know, two, three, five, six million per day, depending on your size bag. But that, that, that really doesn't really matter. What's going to matter is when, when the supply is low and your, 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 the, 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 the price of safe moon is out there, you know, all those 10,000 coins, all those uh, 100,000 coins, all those million coins are going to be worth so much at that time that you're just going to not know what the fuck to do with it. So get ready, guys. Yeah, man. And it's great to have Patron with us on this platform because he can hear us on Twitter. We, we, we couldn't always engage him because it was like a sound issue. So damn, you're still with us too, right? Absolutely, man. I'm loving the sound. I mean, we can hear everything everyone is saying. Um, I love the amount of knowledge that the speakers are bringing. Um, I definitely want to hear from some new people in the audience. So don't be afraid. Come on up. 
But yeah, I mean, when you think about these figures, I mean, when we, when we get to a hundred billion, um, man, that ought to be about the time I'm getting out of the hospital from the heart attack I'm going to have, you know, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we've seen, um, we saw what happened when John moved a third of the liquidity pool, you know, that was, and I've talked about this before, there were only 1.5% new wallets were created during that time. That was just the army, you know, that was very low volume um, compared to what, you know, Illinois was just talking about. I mean, can you imagine? And can you imagine when the supply drops below a hundred billion? I mean, that's just insane when you think about it. It is, man. And, you know, like, we got a lot to look forward to. Go ahead, Patron. Yeah, the, and, and, and get ready, guys. I, I know I keep talking about this shit, but I think it's going to change the game sometime in August. And again, I could be totally wrong because this, the, you know, the, the, the co-founder of Ethereum had let so many people down. Oh, it's going to happen this day and it doesn't happen. And it's going to happen this day. It doesn't happen. But when ETH 2.0 comes out, hopefully in August, um, the price in, under the Ethereum blockchain is going to be so damn low that I think it's going to bring a lot of adoptions to people. Because a, a lot of people want to buy NFTs. They want to trade on, on the Ethereum platform, and they don't do it because of the high gas cost. But if you have minor costs, then I can see a lot of people getting into the NFTs, doing more trading under the Ethereum network, and then that's going to uh, push uh, companies like ourselves, SafeMoon, to be innovate even a better product out there so people can actually compete against them. So I think that's that, that's a good thing uh, that we are waiting and, you know, making it right because when it comes out, we have to beat as good as the rest of the world, especially 2.0. We have to be better than them uh, so people can start using our platform more often. But it's, it's, it's going to push everybody to do better, which is great. Well, 2.0 is only going to help SafeMoon because when you look at the exchange, you're going to have ETH on the exchange and then you're going to have the cross-chain you know, process where you could swap between Binance Smart Chain and Ethereum, right? Or you know, once we have our blockchain where you can swap between Ethereum and SafeMoon coin. So 2.0 is going to eliminate that gas fee and allow for quicker transactions and that's only going to enhance the SafeMoon ecosystem, right, Patron? Man, man, you, you just music to my ears, of course. And, and that's the beauty about crypto. Like I said, this year, even though we are on a bear market, be ready because there's a lot of things that, that the crypto world is putting out there that is going to be able to bring back people to invest in crypto. Like I said, Ethereum point, 2.0 is going to do that. We're going to do it by having an exchange out. We're going to do it by having that uh, uh, the blockchain ourselves. And also, like I said, the World Cup is going to energize everybody's eyes and show crypto, crypto, crypto in every single game across the world. I think it's going to you know, be a different year. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to uh, Shy. Chai had a uh, safe in Chai Town. He had, we had a little background noise. Uh, hey, can you hear me? That's nah, bad, man. Sorry. All right, guys, you got to cut down the background so we can hear you. Um, it's it's hard. We'll get him up another day. But man, I I can't deal with it. 
Damn, you heard that too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, Sounds like I think a lot of wind or uh, something. He may be at work. There's a lot. Yeah, of I think. I, and, and, and again, you know, we appreciate people even from work trying to, you know, sneak in and speak. But sometimes the background noise. If I ever call in from work outside of an engine of an aircraft, you're never going to hear my fucking voice. I'm not launching them or anything. It's just like it's tough. I, I want to make sure that everybody can hear somebody when they come off. Let's hey, go to Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Chris. I just want to say, man. After hearing what Illinois had to say, man, I guess I had a a, a point uh, uh buying the pizza moment yesterday because I paid the 13 year old boy twenty dollars and some change, which was which was uh, 30,000 safe moon to cut the fucking yard, man. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, you probably just sent I, that I kid bought to a college. couple pepperoni pizzas to get the fucking grass cut. The kid's fucking 30,000 safe moon richer. So uh, just my little two cents, man. I appreciate you having me you up. You probably just sent him to college, man. So congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Cheaty, go ahead, Cheaty. Yeah, um... Hello everyone. Um, I've been here before. Uh, this is like my second time of coming on the show, and um, I'm really impressed with what you guys are doing, and um, it really interests me. I I really got into Safe Moon last year. At, I think at the peak of it, so that was when I saw Safe Moon. I, I come across it on a feed, and I researched about it, and I got on it. And um, at the point, uh, the price kept going down, but I was losing the focus and the hope at the same time, but I just kept on coming here, you know, listening to stuffs here and um, following the community on Twitter and all that. So then this year, when we had the great dip, when the dip came, I just looked at this as an opportunity to add more to the bag. And I did that and um, I'm just waiting to see the day the Safe Home project will fly. and. Um, I think I see it as one of the opportunity for me, you know, to take my family and myself out of poverty, you know, coming from a developing country like Nigeria and the whole shit going on here and all that, you know, it's really, really difficult to, you know, find yourself something good doing. So I'm just hoping and believing that Safe Moon is going to take me to the moon, you know, someday. So I'm, I'm taking this opportunity to thank you guys for the good work and for everything you guys have done. I hope that Someday we always going to, you know, rejoice and be happy about it. And be happy that we had the patience, that I had the patience to keep my safe mood and hold on to it because at the point I nearly wanted to sell off my safe mood when it was dipping and all that. You know, I just held on to it and I'm still going to hold on to it. I, it's like it's a five year project for me, you know. I'm going to hold it for the next five years. So I'm waiting. I got you, my friend, and we all want you to succeed. We, we, we're we all in this together, man. And, you know, Nigeria coming on the show, that's awesome. We want everybody throughout Africa to have this opportunity, right? That's why we do this show, because we get, you know, Chidi on here from Nigeria, and we get uh, people all over the world. You know, we just want to bring awareness. There's certain people in the world that don't know what Safe Moon is. They get to know about Safe Moon, right? And maybe they don't have a lot of money, but they invest some. I can change your entire life. Go ahead, RJ. 
Thanks, Chris. I, I, you know, Chidi, people like you are, are really kind of the backbone of SafeMoon, in my opinion. And, you know, you were like me. I, I bought at the peak, right? And I kept dollar cost averaging down. And, you know, when you add more to your bag, you just have to keep asking yourself, why are you in it? What's the conviction? What is it that makes you want to be in it? And and it for me, it was the professionalism of SafeMoon, the, the, the leadership team of Caroni, cryptonomics and tokenomics, which we really haven't touched on a whole lot tonight. But, you know, this is why the exchange and why, why SafeMoon really kind of made it was because the understanding that as you hold your bag longer, the bigger the bag is going to get. And that's going to be sp- spread across, you know, every token and coin held on the exchange that, you know, if you hold it, it will grow. And that's what hopefully is going to bring more volume to the exchange. And when F2.0 comes around, you know, Patron is going to, people are going to bring that over to, to sit on the SafeMoon exchange. And, and just by holding it on the exchange, it's going to grow in value. They're going to grow, not in value, but grow in like the quantity of F2 that you hold, the quantity of, of SafeMoon that you hold. So, you know, congratulations to you, Chidi, for holding you know, I hope that you're an ambassador for your country, and and I hope everyone listening um, also takes that to, to heart because, you know, those are the kind of things that really meant something to me. You know, in getting involved in Safe Moon is, you know, why did you get involved? And and there were times, right, when the price was dipping, and we're looking at it, and I'm thinking, you know, is this the right thing? And I just had to fall back and and listen to, you know, listen to Chris, listen to Dan, listen to Patron, and and learn more about it, and and get to the point where my conviction was stronger than all the FUD and the crap that was out there. And looking at the chart every day, kind of, it, it's not required anymore, right? Because we know that it, that, that our, our bag's going to increase in volume. Our bag's going to increase, and, and it's the reflections uh, that's innovative in, in this in this space. And the reflections for, for SafeMoon is what's going to really put the money in your pocket. And it's going to make, you know, what's going to make you, you know, hopefully, you know, in a position where, you know, J5, you're putting that kid through college, you know, so congratulations on doing that. That's crazy. That's wonderful stuff. So I just wanted to chime in. I just remember my why. I remember why I get involved. That gives me enough conviction to deal with all the crap and the FUD that's out there listening to Chris and Patron and Dan when they come on and have these shows, just wonderful stuff. But, you know, we didn't really talk too much about cryptonomics and tokenomics yet, and it's just something that, that you know, is really kind of the, the, the backbone of why I stayed in. Yeah, I mean, it's all going to come together. I'll give you some insight. I talked to somebody earlier this week. Two things. I said, look, I think a lot's going to happen in 2022, and, and the person I spoke to said it will. And then the second point was the team is working extremely hard right now. Their heads are down, they're quiet, and they're working their asses off harder than they've ever seen them work. And I certainly believe that, you know, based on talking to a few people, uh, the team is focused. You know, they want to get this right. They want to do this. Uh, You're looking at a multi-layered blockchain in the future. I wanted to bring this up with you as well. So you're looking at you're going to have a layer for transactions. You're going to have a layer for speed. You're probably going to have a layer for what I believe would be like the metaverse, the wind turbines, right? Where you can view those in real time. So that's at least three layers on this blockchain. You might see as many as four or five. So that's what they mean by a multi-layer blockchain. You're going to have layers designed for specific features of what they want to do in this ecosystem. Right. They've tested out two blockchains. John talked a little bit about it on a podcast 
when he was at Southwest Southwest. It was really good. Uh, and they want to get it right. Okay. Uh, so we, we've, we've spent a lot of time on the exchange tonight because the exchange is going to be what I believe just starts the wave of everything that we're going to see that we've been talking about for the last seven months. But understand that the blockchain, too. Now, the question is, do we get the blockchain by the end of this year, right? I think they're trying to do it. I really do. Uh, I think they have more than just Lynn Sprague's involved at this point. I think you have several PhDs involved in this. They want to make sure that when they turn this thing on, that it's exactly what they want it to be. John has said, once we turn this on, it's it goes forward, right? So, uh, and the other thing, too, I wanted to bring up that we didn't really touch on, not only do we have the centralized exchange coming and the uh, cross chains and the card, but I believe SafeMoon connects right around the corner as well. Uh, I don't think we're far off on that either. I can't tell you why I'm saying that, but, you know, I had some conversations and confidence, and I can tell you that I think they've put the finishing touches on that as well. The question is going to be, is everything going to have its own moment or are they going to release things like one after another? I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. Uh, Dan, what do you think here? What was the uh, caller's name that just came up? How do you say that? What was his Chidi. name? Chidi from Nigeria. Say it again. Chidi from Nigeria. Okay. Yeah, Chidi. I love hearing that perspective. Um, one of the reasons I got into SafeMoon um, was because it was a crypto of the people, you know, um, especially at the point we're at now. You have very low well dominance. When these wells sell off, a lot of hands grab those tokens. And in less developed, I don't like using the words uh, third world countries, but in less developed countries, um, if, if you think the inflation issues that we have in the United States, for instance, are bad, they are terrible in those countries. Um, India, for instance, um, where Chidi lives, for instance, you know, when they receive their paycheck, they can literally watch it go down in value. Um, so being able to bring crypto, being able to bring a crypto that doesn't have a lot of wealth dominance, that has the power of a lot of small hands that own it. You know, I believe that's one of the reasons, in fact, I know it is, that we've seen the stability in SafeMoon and the market that we're in. You know, we all hold, we don't sell. Um, institutions will dump. They'll dump that money to use it somewhere else. They'll dump it to pay down margin. They'll dump it to do a variety of things. But that's very powerful. Um, that's one reason that we moved to this platform was we believe it's our responsibility to take Safe Moon, to take what we have, this community, and take it to other platforms, to take it to other people. Um, so yeah, that was a great, um, I mean, that's, that's testimony and what we do that that's a caller in another country, you know, um, very powerful. But yeah, I was going to bring up Connect, Chris. Um, you know, that was a uh, product that Ryan spent several years developing um, that SafeMoon purchased from him. 
We don't know exactly what it's going to do. Um, we have an idea, um, but I think that's that's one of the um, mystiques about it. You know, that could be a major, I believe it is, wild card that they are holding. I believe it's going to tie all of these things together. There will be things such as podcast capability. Um, I think it will, it's going to tie, that's already been said, to a POS system, um, which in other countries, um, when it expands to that point, you know, they have their own Amazon. In Africa, they have their own Amazon type companies in India. So if it does interface with those, imagine living in a place where your paycheck declines in value by the day, but you can put it into something that is safe, secure and accessible. You know, that that's what SafeMoon's about. And then not only that. You can trade with that. You can purchase things you need. These places are very spread out. So, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, and it, you know, it, it's going to matter. It matters to us, right? We all know it matters to us. But it's going to matter in other parts of the world even more. Because what you're talking about is giving people the, the freedom to be banked, right? Like, we look at this from the U.S., Canadian perspective. I mean, that's the majority of our audience, right? And we look at it like, okay, yeah, we got access to a bank. But in many parts of the world, they don't have access to a bank. They have old ways of trade, right? So like, you know, paper and and pen, right? Uh, What if you can put that on a blockchain? What if you can track produce, right? From the time it's grown all the way to the time it gets distributed to the market. John talked about that on a safe and Sunday. I think a lot of people forgot about that too. Uh, I think they're going to have an e-commerce capability. I think the POS system is going to be part of it, but I also think they're going to have integration with a blockchain where you're going to be able to track consumer goods and trading in other parts of the world, modernize it. Coffee, I think, right? Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Well, yeah. I mean, modernizing trading, right? So it's on a blockchain. And allowing for simplicity and efficiency. Go ahead, RJ. Sorry, go I was ahead, just RJ. mentioning that, that that was a mention of that was a mention of coffee beans during the uh, early early stages. I think that that was the the concept is that tracking you know from from seed to ground to growth to picking to processing to all the way to your coffee cup, you can track it and follow, follow uh, coffee beans, you know, for example. Yeah. And he, and he also used the example of a head of lettuce, right? He said, if you took a head of lettuce, you could track it from the time it's grown all the way to the time it's shipped all the way to the time it gets to the market. But those were two examples. Exactly. Let's go to my man, Bryce. Bryce, good to have you, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I was in in the beginning, and then I had to step out for some dinner, but I'm back, baby. So <laughs> thanks for having me up. I um, love it, man. I was just going to touch on a couple points, and and sorry if I'm being redundant because I missed part of the show. But um, we talked about them hiring a customer service person way back when, but I, I think they also put out a uh, ad or um, a position for another salesperson which was also an interesting indicator. Um, and then, you know, what that sales role would be, 
would be interesting, right? Would they need it for the exchange or would it be more for Connect? And if I recall Connect, and Ryan can correct me, um, but I thought that was going to be more of a point of sale type deal and really allow retailers to access, you know, the crypto community, right? To make it easy for them to enter into this this world and accept cryptocurrency as payment um, and not have to like, you know, figure it all out on their own. Right. We kind of come to them with a, um, you know, a, an A to Z type platform and they can just simply plug and play. And now they've got access to the army in addition to whoever else, you know, wants to engage in, in that connect platform. So, well, I think it's, I think it's going to be twofold. Not to not to cut you off. I think the POS system is going to be part of it, right? So I think you're exactly right there. I think that sales role might be with the POS component of Connect, but then the second component of Connect, I think, is going to involve social media. So social media and presence of Safe Moon, and it's going to integrate with that. So I think it's twofold. Go ahead. Yeah, and I, I just like the customer service position was a good indicator. I think even more, you know, the, the role of a sales rep is, is a great indicator because, you know, <laughs> you got to have something to sell in order to have the rep, right? So that kind of tells me it's, it's more of a finished product at this point. And now they're ramping up to, to get it to market. So I'm excited. I think end of June, we're going to start to see something probably cross chains. And then shortly thereafter, you know, early July. Uh, knock on wood, the exchange. So we'll see. Yeah. And, you know, I can, I can relate to, you know, not nearly on the scale, but with, with John, you know, and managing things. I mean, look, with this platform, we looked at going to this platform like two months ago and we stayed on Twitter because we had had some new tokens on. We, we hosted them on Twitter and, you know, we were debating whether or not to go to this platform. Right. And there was, a little bit of hesitation with us, right? In making that switch. It, we were prepared to do it. We had talked about it for months, but then implementing it, right? You want to make sure everything's perfect. You want to make sure that you're giving people the best experience, giving them access. So I can see like how, you know, John and the team go through that, right? Because you can get to a point where you have that finished product, but then you want to make sure that you got everything, you know, just the right way before you go into that because it's a major move you know you only get one chance to launch that and you got to be successful right so i can see how they they feel that way damn you could probably give some insight into that definitely um with this move for instance like chris said we had this in place um set up several months ago but the uh the timing wasn't right and you know timing's everything um, with something like Connect, um, you're dealing with merchants. Um, I'm speculating that from based off what I've heard, um, you're dealing with consumers. Um, you're dealing with a lot of moving pieces, and you do not want to mess that up. I mean, when you're implementing this, especially in a big box retailer, for instance, you're going to get one shot at that. And these people all talk to each other. They all network with each other. So 
you definitely want that in place long before you roll it out. You want all the tweaks done. You want all the testing done. Um, based on the industries I've worked in, I would expect it's finished. Um, but just having, you know, the right time, I would think you would want the card in place. Um, based off what we've discussed, you would want the exchange. Um, you would want the cross-chain functionality. That's just speculation, but that's what makes sense to me. So I think Connect is exactly the name, Connect. I think it connects all of these things into one ecosystem, not just SafeMoon, but the entire ecosystem, all of our partners, um, the exchange, all of it. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they have so much... And here's the thing, too. This is just my theory. You guys can tell me exactly what you think on this. But I think the Exchange Connect uh, are so such massive in the card. Those three in particular are such massive undertakings. I think there's going to be even more detail in those projects than we realize. Uh, that when they come out, I think we're going to be like, okay, damn. All right. I know why this took so long, right? Like, this makes sense now. Like we didn't, we didn't, we just looked at this on, on a, a, you know, simple basis. But when we see the complexity and detail they go into, then it's going to make sense why this has taken several months. Uh, Patron, what are your thoughts on that? All right. Patron might be gone. Uh, uh, go ahead, Patron. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, you were talking about what again? I'm sorry. I was just away from the uh, speaker. I was just saying with the card and the exchange and, and, and connect, I think it's much more complex than we realize. There's much more details to it than just the simple way we're looking at it. Oh yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, and I, and I want to say, and I, I could be wrong, but I want to say that the card uh, is the first thing that, will come out next and again i like i said i could be wrong but since they said quarter two you know we're looking at by the end of june so i'm not sure whether they're still on track of you know delivering on time but uh if if they and if they don't you know it's no biggie you know they it could be delayed a little bit you you got to understand that you know we could be ready in our end but you know supply just creating supply right now around the world it is extremely difficult COVID screwed up everything um so there are so many things that are so much far behind uh that it's unreal so but but i think that you know we'll get the card pretty soon then after that i think we're going to go with the exchange and i believe those things are going to have his own moment chris this is my personal belief because um uh, they they want to be able to get all the details any bugs that they may be on the way fixed up right away and keep on going i think that they're going to do that and i I can't wait let's go to illinois illinois you had some thoughts go ahead man yeah i was going to say that you know with the card coming out the cross chain connect you know all those coming out you know um either this year um well i would think it would be this year it would give people incentive to even come and look at the platform because, like, you know, before you open up a business, you want to market your products, you know, before you actually offer them to the public. And uh, with those coming out, you know, sooner than sooner than we think, you know, that that would be just a perfect opportunity to uh, market, especially with the exchange coming out. Yeah, 
uh, it would be a great way to market. And, you know, having the international, you know, regulations in place, right? We've talked about EU money license and then having all the regulatory work done. Well, then you can market in other countries too, right? Like the EU, if you look at the EU, the EU has more people than the entire population in the United States. And I think a lot of people forget that because when we look at Europe, we don't look at it as being like, you know, there's several countries, but the U.S. is so large, right? But you have more people in the EU than the U.S. Go ahead, Bryson. Yeah, and I was just going to also kind of point out the uh, the PR team, right? I mean, they, they set up that studio, you know, they've been very kind of quiet on that front as well. And so I got to believe when they do start to launch some of this stuff, it's going to be in tandem with a kick-ass you know, video, uh, promo, you know, whatever they're going to do with the billboard. Um, it's going to be a, a, a pretty coordinated, you know, effort as far as uh, the product launches go. Um, you know, these guys are, are working on something every day, right? And it's been weeks and weeks, months even. Um, since we've seen really any content. So I, I guarantee you that when they do it, it's going to be smooth as, as silk. And they hired this guy sketch too. I think people forget to work on the video production who worked with John Madden in the past Madden football, you know, EA sports. So sketch is the new guy that they have at the safe moon studio. Who's worked on this stuff for a long time. He, he's a full-time employee of safe. Moon. So he's going to be the one producing the videos. Uh, I mean, just look at the quality of the video at the beginning of March, right? I mean, this was a whole new, it looked like a whole new company. I mean, it really did. And, and new emblem and, you know, the graphics and, you know, narrated by Mr. Adult, who did a great job. Just feels like we're a completely di different company. Uh, Illinois, you want to comment on that? Yeah, with... um with uh, Sketch being on board, you know, he, he's a well-known guy in the production um, uh, field. And for him to choose Safe Moon is very, um, you know, um, you know, awesome. And uh, his work is just, you know, phenomenal. And uh, how he got into Safe Moon, you know, I'm not really sure. I didn't really touch bases on that. But just for him, out of all the other companies to work for, he chooses Safe Moon. That's, that's just amazing. Yeah, and I also wanted to let you guys know, I got some good feedback on Josh Chilcutt, who's the VP. I mean, some of the guys that were in Utah, they really think he's sharp and has really helped in the direction that they're heading. I just think they have a lot to manage right now. And I think, like I said, you know, and we'll see how time plays out. But when the team is quiet is when you tend to see things start to come. So I, I look at June and July is, you know, I don't know. You look at the Safe Moon official account, it looks like they're saying there's something on the horizon. Now, what do I think it could be? I'm looking at cross chains, but I mean, everything's in play right now at this point. Illinois, are you thinking cross chains are next? Yeah. Um, the only reason why I think about it, that it's a cross chain is because uh, Frankie had uh, made a tweet earlier saying that something's coming. And he's not really a speculative kind of guy. And you know, uh, he's a really good. He's a great guy, and uh, that's what that's what I'm thinking as well. Let me say. Uh, let me ask this, uh, Dan. In terms of the impact, there's there's like a bunch of different impacts I'm looking at, right? 
uh, and we haven't discussed this too much, the two-thirds liquidity pool movement, right? That's going to reduce the circulating supply by about $74 billion, uh, according to Katz or Russ, right? And I think that's a big deal. Now, they could move it in stages. They could move, you know, uh, one-third and then one-third of it, right? Because they've already moved one-third. Or they could move two-thirds all at once. That's going to have a major impact. Cross chains are going to have a major impact. Safe Moon Exchange is going to have a major impact, and then Connect of the Card. So really, if you look at it, that's about five. Uh, you know, I don't get into price predictions, but with all that going on, I don't see how we don't start to move closer to a cent. How do you feel about that, Dan? Absolutely. When you look at the movement that um, we had with just one third, you know, um, where it's settled at now. And that's with this market pulling everything down. Um, I think you can, I mean, it's simple, simple math. I think you can, you can take the movement that we had not to the peak and then it fell and settled, but to where we are now compared to where we were. And you can add, you can multiply that movement two more times, you know? So I would say two, it'll be one, three is what the, number would be if you just drop that liquidity with nothing else. Um, that's what I expect we would see um, as far as price movement. Another thing, Chris, I was thinking about as you all were talking about, I'd like to get RJ and Bryce, and I, I know I've spoke with both of you and Chris about this. Um, we speculate that there is a lot of VC investing, um, venture capitalist investing going on with SafeMoon LLC. Um, so when these things roll out, when you think about something like Connect and you think about something like a POS system and you think about having an exchange and a card, you know, what you need above all else is advertising to make that go mainstream. That's typically the biggest expense of any consumer oriented uh, company. So I definitely think my speculation is that's going on, um, you know, which is ba you're basically receiving a loan um, that will be paid back over time is my understanding on how it actually really is. Um, but I definitely think that's going on. Um, I think we will see things like um, the videos we have seen, advertisements, maybe nationwide, uh, maybe in other countries. And I think that's why they brought the gentleman on board that has experience doing that. Um, we all saw the videos they produced. I mean, they were excellent. The branding they had was excellent. It's something that will get people's attention. If for nothing else, they're going to wonder what in the hell is this? Because it's very sharp. It's very engaging. Um, the branding is spot on. So I can see something like that coming out with everything so that it escapes the crypto world. You know, we have to get this out to the mainstream. And I think the way you do that is you tell the story of SafeMoon to the general public and to the masses. I think they've had investors for a while. I, I, I do believe this. And I don't and I'm not talking like last three months. I'm talking going way back. I think when Safe Moon started to take off, probably even as soon as April, May of twenty twenty one, I think they started to get investors. Uh I think that the investors 
are going to be a key role in the startup costs, like you said, right? And launching something this big. You can't just do this based on the holders that you have. It's much larger than that, right? What they're creating. The other thing, too, is you look at the Times Square, you know, billboard. A lot of people forget about that. That's a one and a half million. I think it was 1.6 million cost annually, uh, where it's, you know, showing a Safeboon ad every 15 minutes. It's right above Express, right on, you know, in Manhattan. So that's an expense. That's something I would look at that maybe an investor would be involved in, right? Um, Safemoon's paying for it, but we don't know exactly how. And they're going to keep these things tight-lipped. They're not going to tell us about these things. But yes, I, I do feel like they have funding behind the scenes. I felt like that for a while. Go ahead, Bryson. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, what makes me think they've got big money backing them is the fact that these people are, you know, on the team, right? I, I just don't sense that these types of folks would join a company that was, you know, in the early, early stages of, of you know, infancy. Um, I think there is big money behind SafeMoon, and I think that's why these people are on board. And you look at, like you just said, the quality of the branding, you know, that's that's not one person creating that. That's like an entire team, uh, you know, marketing, you know, PR firm, uh, that kind of stuff, um, you know, behind all that. There's There's got to be just big, big money for, you know, Sketch and, and these other guys with you know, three PhDs and that kind of stuff. These these guys aren't going to hitch their wagon to, you know, a small time startup company. Um, they want to be in a place where they know uh, they've got the resources behind them to to you know fund their uh, you know innovation and uh, you know a company that's going to be around you know now and and in the in the long future. Uh, there, there's an excellent uh, series on YouTube called the Harvard Inter Innovation Labs, and it talks about venture capital. And, and I think a lot of you know my background, too. But if anybody wants to look into these kind of things on their own, then the Harvard iLab um, series called Harvard Innovation Labs, there's uh, some really wonderful stuff on venture capital. But let me just kind of get down to a little bit of basic stuff when when dealing with venture capital. They, they first ask, what do you have? What is your company? Uh, or what is it that you're trying to get investors involved in? Is it a feature? Is it a product? Is it a company? What is it? And they need some specific identity uh, to what exactly it is you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, SafeMoon is, is really innovative in that it, it kind of crosses all of those boundaries. And, and that's, a, that's an innovative space. And it, this may be something that we discuss in a future, you know, Chris, you bring up in a future show. Um, but when it comes down to it, if you can identify what it is you've exactly got, a feature, a product, a company, where it is, what it's going, how it's going to be innovative in the space, that's when you get venture capital. And I agree with you completely. Venture capital has been involved, I think, recently. Um, I think, I think you know, all of the things that John's been doing, the traveling he's been doing, whether it's South by Southwest or, you know, speaking in Vegas or speaking in, you know, wherever, he's been quite a, quite a bit, Malta, he's been around. These these trips aren't just for fun, you know. Going to going to the mortgage company, you know, uh, uh, conferences that you know these 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 visits that he takes aren't for fun, you know. They're there to gather 
information and, and to innovate in the space and to show the growth of blockchain in the space. Looks like you're breaking up a little bit. Like I said earlier on, there's a concept that people are kind of missing that crypto. Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry about that. Can you hear me okay? You're good. Go ahead. Oh, man. (laughs) I think he's got a delay on his mic. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, let me just let me just simply say this. You know, there's a concept between crypto as a currency and, and blockchain as a company. And that's where once you start to t- discuss, you know, the feature, the product, the company, venture capital is coming in. And, and again, the whole notion that John Crony is doing it right, putting the, the, the work behind the scenes and in, in, uh, regulatory compliance is, is gathering steam for, for the company and, and getting through this process of, of card swap, exchange, token to coin. All this stuff, in my opinion, is still a means to an end. This is a blockchain company. It's going to innovate. This stuff is just for the beginning of what SafeMoon is going to become. Not financial advice. Yeah, correct. This is the foundation on which they can base all the technology because we are a tech company. So this is the foundation of the house. That's exactly the way I look at it. Let's go to Juju. Go ahead, Juju. What's up, Chris? What's up, Dan Son? What's up, Patron? Hey, it's an honor, it's a pleasure to be on Safe Moon After Dark on the first night that you guys are on this app. This app is pretty dope. Um, I just wanted to come up here, wish everybody good vibes. I'm definitely excited for what Safe Moon is doing. I think we're doing a lot of great stuff. And, um, you know, personally, I love being the underdogs right now because, you know, a lot of people don't think this is going to blow up. But when it do, when it does, and it will, it's going to catch a lot of people off of guard. And everything that we've been talking about on Safe Moon After Dark, everything that we've been preaching, everything that we've been hoping, wishing, it's going to come true. One day, just keep being patient, keep on doing your research, and keep on continuing to educate everybody and lift everybody up. Yeah, man. You're always positive. Let's give them a stack of man. Juju's been there through all this, man, and he's never wavered, believes in Safe Moon, puts out his positive posts, man, tells the Army exactly where he stands every day, man. So thank you for coming up. Yeah, and this platform, it's going to allow us to reach more people, and we're going to have some great times on here. We got our core, and then we're going to have new people too, man. There's always new people coming in and emerging, and that's what's special about this show. Illinois, I think you had something to say. Go ahead. Oh, no. Uh, no, we're not. All right, we're good. Uh, let's see here. Um, I want to, let me. Yeah, go ahead. Man. Something, something I want to go back to also. Chris, you were talking about the, uh, uh, the, the, the liquidity, uh, being transferred over, um, which is about 74 billion. So I don't think a lot of people have paid attention a lot to this, but that's almost, all the tokens that you have under the deployer wallet, which is under the V1 contract, I think it has about 87 billion. If you take 74 billion, you know, that's like burning all that supply. And that's something that 
I don't think a lot of us have taken into consideration, but those tokens are basically like gone, you know, once they all get transferred over, which is going to be great because then and then our supply is going to be low. Yeah, it is going to be low. And uh, you're exactly right about that. And 74 billion is a lot, man. I know we still have a lot of tokens, but you go to 74 billion, I mean, we're right at the low 400 number then. And with some volume, you're under 400 billion tokens. Next thing you know, and that can go fast. Uh, Illinois, you were touching on that earlier, how fast we can burn billions of tokens with really high volume, right? Yeah, with uh, high volume, you know, we're going to burn so much. You know, even even just a billion, you know, in volume, just to just to be nice about it, you know, we're going to be burning a lot. Yeah, and when you say a lot, you know, you mean a lot because <laughs> it, uh, a billion volume, we're going to be burning through our supplies within months if that's continued. But again, you know, I, I know that the team did something, so the, the supply doesn't get burned that fast. But still, if it's not burning, we're getting reflections. So either way, we're good. Very true. And uh, there's just so much to look forward to here. It's just a matter of patience and waiting it out, you know. Let's go to my man, Izzy. Izzy, good to see you, man. What's up? What's up, fellas? What's for me, it's a very exciting time. I think a lot of things is going to roll out, just like you fellas was touching on. I think the card is going to be a little bit delayed because I, I, I don't foresee the card coming out right away. I think the swap, then possibly the exchange, because you can't come out with the card to do what? Most people are not really going to use it right now. But uh, I like the swap here. It's uh, pretty cool, this app. Very, very clear. I think you guys are going to do great over here. Hey, man, I appreciate that. I mean, we were looking for a place with better audio quality, and then we were looking at a place that would give you guys more engagement and a better experience. And so that was really the basis behind it. We, we didn't want to take away from the experience with what we had on Twitter. So, Izzy, you like this better? Well, for me, both works, but um, Twitter did give us a lot of complications, especially, you know, with Patron and people talking. And sometimes, you know, the speakers can't hear each other, but, you know, the listeners can hear you. So, yeah, whatever works. And if we could touch a larger audience and bring more people and bring more awareness, then, you know, definitely. It's all about progress. Izzy, what has you most excited about Safe Moon here in 2022? <laughs> 2022, um, the most exciting thing for me was the opportunity to keep flipping my bag. Because <laughs> as the price went down and people just kept folding, for me, it just put a big smile on my face like, okay, this is what y'all want to do because there was a lot of us out here just waiting for those opportunities. And that's all it did create a lot of new new opportunities new whales coming in old whales leaving that's exactly what we need yeah you're right you know a lot I, at the time i think some people were worried but guys like you rj a lot of the guys i know 
added hard during those times. They they had the foresight to see that this wouldn't be around forever. They saw the price change, you know? Yeah, definitely. And one thing I do appreciate, I would say, is John's silence. You know, the the silence, the not engaging, it allowed it allowed a lot of the storms to die out and things to just work the professional way as they should. Everything works out in the end, man. And, I, and you know, it's funny how the guys that were attacking him, and then this was for like a month straight. I mean, they were just crazy attacks. YouTube videos, you know, everybody on CEO John Caroni, and then all of a sudden they just get silent. Like, you know, nothing to say at that point. I mean, it was amazing how it went from every hour of every day to complete silence. It tells you a lot. Uh, let's go to... Brando. Go ahead, Brando. Hey, how we doing tonight, fellas? Doing great, man. How about you? Doing great. Hey, it's good to be on the call-in app. It's my first time getting on after dark, and I didn't want to miss my opportunity to get on here and say hello. But yeah, the call-in app, it's pretty good success. It looks like you guys got over 400 people on here tonight, and it's good to be on the very first episode of it. But uh, really excited for what Safeman has going for the future. I just think with that... uh, regulation and compliance that safe moon's really looking into doing um especially now capitalizing on on an opportunity right now while binance is going through their kerfuffle um i think it just sets up for a good opportunity for safe moon to kind of set itself up in the market and that they're doing things the right way i mean you can't go wrong doing that um i just wanted to share a quick story here um i got my uncle into a safe moon about a couple weeks ago uh, I kind of told him some of the things that Safeman was doing and the possibilities that could go. Um, I told him the exchange was coming out here shortly. And that's one of the things that I think is really going to catapult us uh, moving forward. Um, really looking forward to that, seeing the volume kind of kick up a little bit. And uh, He's really excited about it. Now I got a friend to hang out on the beach with when everything's all said and done. <laughs> that's an awesome way to look at it, man. You know, and who better to benefit than your family, right? That's the way we look at it. So, yeah, man, on the beach, that's where we all want to be. Everybody's got their plans, man, of what they're going to do. I don't think we're that far away. I really don't. I've talked to a few people in the last, you know, month. One guy said we're a year or less away, and this was like a month ago, right? Talked to another guy recently. These are connected people, and, hey, it's going to happen this year. It's just a matter of them implementing everything and releasing it. So I have a lot of confidence in what they're doing right now. How do you feel about that, Brando? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I feel like genuinely really blessed with uh, John being under the leadership for Safe Moon. He's young. Um, I know one other guy's mentioned it before, but it just genuinely feels like he's kind of playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. And I, I feel like everything is setting up um, just perfectly, just how it's supposed to go. They have it all planned out. The foundation set. I'm looking forward to seeing what Safe Moon Connect has too. I know someone mentioned that earlier as well. Um, looking to get us into e-commerce, and I, I just I'm really excited about the future. I really am. And one of the best parts about it here is is we're getting more utility. That Safe Moon card's coming out really really soon, uh, and a Q2 is coming up here in less than a month. And I'm just looking forward to getting that card in my hand. And I know I'm not the only one. Let's give Brando a stack of man. Great points. Way to come strong to the mic. First time up, and he handled it like a pro. All right, man. Brando, come up again, man. 
Uh, let's go to our final thoughts, and then we're going to close out the show. Guys, tremendous response tonight. It's great to have the Army here. We're only going to get bigger, and we're only going to get better. We're improving every day. Uh, let's go to Patron. Your final thoughts. All right. Patron's not here. Let's go to Dam. Your final thoughts. Yeah, I hope we were able to deliver um, tonight. You know, I can't wait to hear the feedback. We spent a lot of time on this, a lot of time. Um, so I hope we were able to deliver something that provides a great listener experience. You know, the audience makes the show. We say that all the time. We do believe that 100 um, percent. Safe move for me. It's about freedom. It's about having time, waking up and doing what I want, you know, when I want and how I want, and then being able to help other people. Um, so I believe with the community, I believe with the, the project that we have, I believe with the vision that we have that I will be able to accomplish all of those things. So thank all of you all for, uh, thank you for being here tonight. I've enjoyed it. It's been a great show. Um, it was a tremendous turnout and I'm um, looking forward to the future. Yeah, I'm really excited. Go ahead. Go ahead, Patron. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, so yeah, same thing, same line of thought that Damn Son has, you know, very grateful to be here tonight and um, thanking everybody for showing up. Um, this is uh, a big step, a, a huge step for the community. Uh, this is not about us. This is about, you know, how can we grow our community on a platform where we can get some, some good education. So, you know, a platform where we can get some, some people up here and speak some really good content for everybody. And I think this is uh, a much more better platform. And, and, and like Chris said, you know, you don't see a lot of crypto spaces here in, in this app. So um, thank you for everybody for coming out here and, um, um, very excited for the next show and hopefully more people will show up and we will start, you know, a better journey than what we had in the past. So, and, and again, this is, this is all of you guys who've done this. We have done nothing but just to provide our voice. Um, so, so we can have a conversation about cryptocurrency and where this is heading and where we are heading and hopefully we are heading in the right direction. Look, we got a tremendous opportunity right now. So I want everybody to seize it and just understand where we're at because this is the calm before the storm, right? Uh, we got a lot of utility that's going to be launched in the coming months, possibly even coming weeks. We got a great community. We have a presence on calling now that we never had, right? And we still have that tie in with Twitter as well. But just in terms of where we're elevating and where we're going, we're looking at this as we, we constantly evolve, right? Relentless improvement, always seeking to get better, raising awareness of the project, the community, and what we stand for, the character of the people, right? We want to have the best foot forward in everything that we do. And I think we're doing that. And so that's critical to our success, right? We're not doing this for money. We're doing this for the people. Okay, we're not asking for money from the people. We're all about our service to the community. This is servant leadership, right? So I just want to make that clear. Uh, I think we're going to get bigger. 
I think we're going to expand. I look at this as a win for all of you. I don't look at this in terms of us. I look at this as a collective win for everybody that's been involved in this, everybody that's stuck with us, and everybody who has believed in exactly what Safe Moon is and how we can elevate the presence of Safe Moon and elevate Safe Moon as a company. Right. And that's the opportunity we have here. We got added to Audible. We got added to Amazon Music. Right. We're also on Apple. We're on Spotify. And now we have an even greater opportunity with the call in platform. So everybody understand that you guys built this. You've gotten us to this point where we can continue to elevate and evolve and succeed. And this is just the beginning of something great. Right. The beginning of the show was last November. We've gotten to this point through the dedication and the endurance of everybody in here. Everybody has, you know, the ability to grow each day and everybody needs to take credit for the growth that we've had with this community and this project. So we're all going to enjoy success. We're all willing to wait the time and put in the patience and persevere through all the hard times. And I feel like we've gotten over that hump and we're elevating, you know, on the way up now. So keep your minds right. Everybody continue to just to, you know, believe in each other and the community. And we're heading the right direction. We're going to do the show again on Wednesday. I think we'll just continue to get a higher turnout and we'll continue to elevate. Uh, 51 countries listening right now, guys. I think we can take this to 100 or more countries. Uh, I think we can get to the point we'll have a thousand or more people on the program. And I think we'll do it even without the price, you know, sharply rising up. I think as this elevates and we release utility, it's only going to grow even more. So, but even without that, I think we're at a point now where we're going to really elevate. So just wanted to end with that. Always a positive perspective with, you know, where we are. Uh, it's very meaningful. I've said that this is the greatest opportunity I feel that we'll have in our lifetime and that will, you know, all play out. Uh, so look, take care of yourselves. Get a good night's sleep. We'll be back on Wednesday. All right. Right now we're doing a Monday, Wednesday show. We may go to a third day a week. It's just going to depend on our scheduling and how everything's going on. But the key point here is everybody should be proud of where we've gotten to. We've gotten to a point where we're successful and success is only going to become more success as time goes on. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you for coming on.